Yeah, also, I, I like the bay. I'm a bay guy. I, I buy a lot of clothes at the bay. Um, I, I, I've always sort of marveled at how they've managed to sustain themselves. As we've seen so many other department stores go by the wayside. But we're seeing some trouble here. We're seeing some issues that the bay seems to be having. If you've ever wandered down Banff Avenue, and you probably have, um, you're familiar with the bay store on Banff Avenue, right? It's, I've always thought it was kind of a weird location that we'd have a bay on Banff Avenue, but lo and behold, there it is. I don't know how successful or how busy it is, but there's a bay right on Banff Avenue. It's been there since 1947. Uh, the bay's actually had a store in Banff since 1935, but this August, that all comes to an end. They're pulling their presence out of Banff, as well as a store in Edmonton, Londonderry Mall in North Edmonton. They're, they're closing that store. So has the bay gone as far as they can go? Are they going to go the way that Eaton's went and that Sears went, or is this just an adjustment? Let's find out. We're going to chat with Heather Thompson, who is the executive director at the Alberta School of Business, School of Retailing at the University of Alberta. Heather, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Hi, good morning. Hey, before we get to the future of the Bay and all that stuff, first of all, just that store on Banff, I mean, it was unique, it, maybe mm-hmm. even weird, right? I mean, when you talk about department stores, that outlet on Banff Avenue was unlike any other department store I can think of. Yeah, I think they did a good job of fitting what what the style yeah. was, you know, on Main Street Banff. And I actually am like quite sad personally to hear that it's going away because I think it kind of scratched that that itch of that nostalgia. I think they carried a lot of that heritage lo- uh, collection as well in there from my memory. So I think I'm actually like, quite surprised. And you would think, I mean, with in terms of Canadiana, Hudson's Bay Company is right up there, and a lot of the things that they sell are recognized as being very Canadian. You think it would be a hit with tourists, wouldn't it? And I think it is. I do think it is a hit with tourists, but I just, I, I guess, the, what it wasn't a big enough hit to offset yeah. that, that much square feet. So I'd be curious to know if the Hudson's Bay Company, generally speaking, has a strategy to still operate locations that carry a good amount of that heritage loca- uh, collection. Uh, in terms of the future of the Bay, I mean, we're seeing two closures. It's not just the Bay one, but also the Londonderry outlet in Edmonton, which is another big, long-standing Hudson Bay outlet. Um, what's going on? What do you think? A couple of brick-and-mortar outlets closing down. What does it tell us about the Bay? Anything? Are we making too much of it? I don't, think we're, I don't think we're making too much of it. I think that this is something that we're seeing with department stores across, really across the world, especially in North America. Um, it's just a lot of square feet. And I think that the Bay is, re, I don't think it's the end of the Bay. I think what they're trying to do is scale back to have the correct amount of square footage so they're able to provide a better experience. And the Bay for, you know, hundreds of years have had, a good amount of square footage in in Canada. And so what what's happening now, and this is not unique to the Bay or department stores, is that there's just too much square footage. It's too mm-hmm. expensive to hold on to. So they need to readjust and closing the stores and readjusting what that sort of uh, in-person shopping experience looks like is going to be interesting. Like they're bringing in Zellers. Yeah. The Kingsway location to take up some of that square footage. So, um, I, but I do think it's a, it's a hit to Londonderry and the community. I think that's, oh, for sure. it is disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, I got a text already saying, yeah, we're really upset that the Bay is closing in Londonderry, but nowhere else, why are we being hit? Um, you know what, I think you make a good point in terms of what they need in terms of square footage. Actual retail space probably changes almost on a daily basis. I Like I say, I buy a lot of stuff at the Bay in terms of clothing. Most of my clothes come from the Bay, but a lot of it comes from online now. You know, it used to always have to go into the store, but now I'll buy some stuff online. I imagine they're seeing more and more and more of their sales and their revenue move to an online model. 
Yeah, so we're seeing a lot of people still want to do in-store shopping, yep. but they're very comfortable with the product being shipped to their house a day later. So what's happened, and for the, for the, the whole history of humans, the model of distribution was how you ran a business. You're like, I have the stock, come buy it. Consumers didn't have an option. They had to go to that one store. They couldn't get online. So that was why we have so much square footage. You know, I remember when I first started working in retail, um, we always had this thing where we had three weeks of on-hand inventory. That was always the goal. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of storage to hang on to that. And now with shipping being so sophisticated, people okay with, you know, I'll look at it in the store and I'll get it shipped to my house. We need less and less and less. Like some, some studies say that we need about a quarter of the retail square footage uh, today than we did 30 years ago. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, part of me says, well, hey, trust trust the Bay. I mean, they're still here while Eaton's is gone and Sears is gone and Zeller's mm-hmm. went away, although it might be coming back thanks to the Bay. I mean, <laughs> th- they've actually managed to navigate this changing landscape fairly well, haven't they? Yeah, it depends on who you ask. I think, <laughs> you know, and, and to the person who texted in, it's not just you. Um, the Bay, there's a lot of Bay closures happening across the country. Um, and consolidating of base locations. Um, I think that this is just, it's going to be a big strategy. Um, and the, the Bay, if they play this correctly, they could come out of this with, with more sales and having more consumer market because there's not a lot of competition, to be honest. Like no. if you compare it to the States, like you've got Target, you've got a lot of other different department stores that are actually in play there. Whereas in Canada, there isn't a lot. So the Bay, could play this correctly and set up maybe even smaller locations offering similar product and, and, and uh, price points um, while still being, you know, kind of entrenched in the Canadian consumer's brain. Uh, explain to me the, the Zellers thing. When, when, they're, when they're closing outlets and they're, they're scaling back some of their operations, but at the same time bringing back Zellers locations, I mean, it seems contradictory to me. What am I missing? <laughs> it kind of does. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think what the, the strategy there for the Bay is that like I said, they had too much space. So they want to bring in a brand that uh, Canadians, for the most part, like. But at the same time, 12 or, yeah, 10, 12 years ago, Zellers left for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but they left a very large hole in that exact market. So what that discount department store, apart from Walmart, doesn't really exist. And so what they're trying to do is offer that selection to bring back the consumer to hopefully have a, a new market of, of demographics that are going to be shopping at the Zellers brand um, because a lot of people really liked it and they're wondering if it wasn't so much the brand that wasn't successful so much more than the execution and the experience of the Zellers store actually wasn't successful. Yeah, it got pretty nasty at the end. I'm not going to lie. It was. I worked there for like a week and <laughs> I remember Zeddy and the skillet and yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like there's a lot of really good things about it, but that experience and that's a really good example of a traditional distribution store um and people just didn't enjoy their experience there. We started to see that. Yeah. And now experience is everything. So if it's not a great experience, people won't go. So I think the the Bay brand is trying to re kind of format what that experience is and really leaning into the nostalgia of the Zellers brand. Is it a continuing thing, Heather? And then I appreciate your time. I'll let you go. Um, when we talk about, you know, the transition to online and a lot of sales now happen there and things like that, I mean, is there going to be a sort of a balancing point where things even out or is it going to be a continuous progression that they're always constantly going to have to adapt to? I mean, there are still some people that like going to the store. I do. Um, but does it get smaller and smaller every day or is it sort of reached a point where it's holding now? 
I would say it's reached a point where it's holding now. Okay. I think we saw the, like the overabundance of this during the pandemic, of course, which just threw it into chaos. It just happened so fast. Like we were always going to end up at this point of people shopping online, but we were going to end up here in about 10 years. Um, and, and so I think we've reached a balancing point. The other thing that's really interesting to note is when I like that, you know, you like to shop in person. Most people do, um, especially the younger demographics. Uh, the Gen Z are the demographic that's most likely to shop in person. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's an interesting way that our brain connects when yeah. we are shopping on person versus in, uh, in, uh, online. So I think that that is something where we're not going to see this like dwindle of retail and, you know, people like, where did all the stores go? I just think the retail that we are going to have to choose from is going to be very good because of this competition. I think boring retail is dead. Ugly retail is dead. That not so great experience is dead. So we're going to be left with the retailers that we want to spend time in. And mm-hmm. that's what we're going to want to spend our money. Which couldn't be another challenge to Bay faces. Cause let's face it. Some of those stores have been around a really, really long time. And you know what the other weird thing about, I was thinking about those stores is that they, and this was a thing in the 70s, right, with the weather that we have here in Canada. And people are like, malls are dead. I'm like, boring malls are dead, ugly malls are dead. Right, yeah. But we're in Canada. It's not going anywhere. But there's no windows, right? So if you look yeah, at right. the perimeter, it's like that natural light is missing. So we really need to be adjusting what the consumer wants today, a natural light and a better shopping experience. So I foresee a lot of renovations in the future of department stores and different retail in general to make it pleasing for today's consumers. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, and they'll adapt and they'll change and, and, and those who succeed will succeed. Uh, Heather, great right. conversation as always. Thanks so much. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.